0: Welcome to another edition of Inside the Economy. I'm Larry Howes, thanks for joining me. A Couple of things, Eh, cheery news for the labor and wage side of things and just touch on where the strain is starting to show, just starting to show. And uh, I'll talk about the global energy exporter that's trying to get out of the business. Things are sort of good, fundamentally good. ISM survey, the manufacturing survey, is just that close to 50. You know, anything over 50 is expansion in manufacturing, and that's a good thing. ISM services is in 53-plus, and it's doing very well. Services are expanding, and that's not just inflation. The fourth quarter GDP estimate, well, that came in at 3.3. There were a lot of us hoping that would be 1.5, but... 3.3, consumer spending, country's growing, corporations are coming around, not as lightning fast as a lot of people hope, but moving along. The labor side of things, well, some layoffs announced in technology around the country, not significant, really didn't raise the unemployment claims very much, a lot of those people work from home, a lot of those don't need another job, I mean, the story goes on and on. But the strain in the Labor Department is supposed to be an integral part of slowing this economy down, and it's not there yet. needs to be. I was hoping that the unemployment rate, which has been very low for the last year, would at least creep up to 3.8. Uh, no, we didn't get that. It needs to be in the low fours, and we've talked about that before. We're not there. Interest rates have come down, meaning the price of all of the treasuries has gone up. Yields are down everywhere. The yield curve is trying to adjust itself. And there's a lot of speculation going on on the bond market right now. There were people anticipating the Fed was going to lower rates last week. And now they're thinking, oh, maybe March. No, 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 no. There's no way. There's still inflation in the system. Labor is not slowed. Spending is not slowed. The economy's moving along at a pretty good clip. They are not going to lower interest rates while we're doing this. That would just bring inflation back and exacerbate the cycle we've been in for the last 45 years. Uh, peak trough, oh, we got we went too far, we've got to stop, so we've got to take money down to free. Well, you you know the routine. This is an opportunity for them to get away from five and a quarter cost of money to, you know, four. Four and a quarter, and then three, three and a quarter, and leave it there. Don't go down to zero. We've talked about that too much. Anyway, numbers are pretty good for wage and hour. What has changed, though, is basically here we've been following quits. Boy, that was used to be popular. And layoffs used to be non-existent. That has changed. Quits has come way down. Layoffs has perked up a little bit. You do a little math there, just division. And you get an idea of the power a labor market has. When that chart comes down, that means there's less power in the labor market. People are hanging on to their jobs or getting two jobs. They're not quitting thinking it's easy to get another one. So that's indicative that the labor market is getting weaker. It's been very strong. They quit. They go somewhere else. It's easy to get another one. That's kind of changing right now. That is the strain that's building into the labor market. That's the only candidate right now to slow spending down, take inflation out of the system, make the Federal Reserve happy, let them move forward. Housing is not going to do it. We got another layer of new single-family homes on the market and another layer of the low-income, affordable-income buildings coming up on the market. It's not slowing, and the real estate single-family residential market is not collapsing. The only place they've adjusted prices significantly was in an extremely overheated market, Austin, Texas. Everybody else, well, they've adjusted for 5%. So we're not going to get a lot of help slowing the economy down in the residential real estate market. And there's a lot of talk about oh the drama in the commercial real estate market well we'll see how that unfolds but it's not going to be as dramatic as you hear about the stock market's been doing great s&p 500 all of them it's gotten a little bit ahead of itself don't be surprised if the next week or 10 days we're down three or four percent we're ahead ourselves three or four percent we're not going to get great earnings reported earnings till the second quarter we've known that for a while the earnings Everybody's just convinced that, gee, high single digits isn't enough. That's considered subpar now. They want growth in double digits, which is what we're liable to get. So corporate America is not slowing down. It's doing fine. Just let the market take its pace. A couple more questions, and I know we're going to start into the political fray even more so. Well, we have already. Questions come up about, you know, what really is the total debt of everybody, state and local government, federal government, individuals, banks, non-banks. Well, there it is. It's about $92 trillion. Don't ever look at that number in isolation thinking it means anything. It doesn't. It only means something when you compare it to another number that grows with it. If this was an individual, you'd compare their debt, their liabilities to their assets. Well, if you got $5 in debts and $10 in assets, you know, you're okay. A lot of these entities and the one that gets the most press is the federal government. Gee, look at the debt it has, Some, most of that's COVID. Look at the debt it has. Well, two thirds of that debt is in treasuries. And anyone watching this video has got money in treasuries. So it's actually a pretty good asset. It's our money. It's the world's money. It's the bank's money. And the rest of these state and local governments, well, they don't have a lot of debt. And it's difficult to determine what the value of state and local assets is. How valuable is a bridge? Well, the bridge over I-25 on Spear Boulevard is pretty valuable. Just hard to put a number on it federal government well you get the message it's it's not about assets it's basically about how debt is growing compared to gdp that's the one that counts the peak here in the middle was 2008 debt was very high to gdp and growing quickly because we had a bunch of hollowed out real estate deals empty houses promises to pay with no income you remember the routine and we had to really squeeze and break a bunch of bubbles to clarify that. And then debt started coming down, it looked better. And it got even looked better even when money was free, which it's been for a while. But then bam, COVID, a lot of stimulus money. Again, it was probably a good idea at the time. But you look at the curve, let's call it, and Fed's doing a pretty good job pulling that money out of the system. They are getting rid of their assets, pulling the money out of the system And it is going to be reasonable to say the debt to GDP is not a significant number. It is going to be bounced around a lot, a lot of finger pointing, but it's not dramatic. 330 or so percent of GDP uh, total debt is not out of line. China is much worse than that. Japan is way worse than that. And as far as the United States' ability to pay, it's it's not bad news. You know, some of the details on that are here. It is the Fed putting money in, the Fed pulling money out. Three or four years down the road, it's very likely that the Fed is gonna continue do that, and that is the biggest plow pushing inflation out of the way, is taking the money out of the system. Putting money in the system causes the inflation and a number of other factors, but taking it out slows it down, and, and that's where we are. So. Big oil energy exporter, well, it's the United States. All the tragedy going on in the Middle East would historically have brought oil into a hundred dollar a barrel or more. and let's 77. Not a lot of drama in the market. United States is importing, and this is imports, way less, way less. The U.S. is still the biggest oil producer on Earth and natural gas. I don't think we want to be in that, in that business, but, We're in it right now. Obviously, the people that need it the most, and it's a new trading partner for us. Normally, our trading, biggest trading partners have always been Canada and Mexico, and a little bit of China. But now, top of the heap, European Union. They need energy. They need LNG. They need that more than anything. We get cars from the Germans, we get reactor pieces from the French, and all the rest of the stuff, standard. We send Europe Buicks and a few manufactured things and some plastics, so on and so forth, but a lot of liquefied natural gas, which they're not buying from the Russians anymore. I don't believe for a minute we want to be in that business long-term because there's a lot of people that need the money, that need to be in that business. Half of Africa, Israel, Turkey, Morocco, Everybody in the Mediterranean wants to get in the natural gas business and feed Europe. Great. Let them. Of all the industries that aren't doing real well earnings-wise, it's big energy. It's not profitable. It's expensive. It's great that we were able to put our act together quick enough to replace the energy losses with this Russian thing. But we're not going to be there for a long time. Anyway. So where we are now is, it's kind of Goldilocks, but the strain is showing. The prices are grinding down working people. Uh, It's going to slow their spending. It's going to change their attitudes. And like i mentioned before, it's going to be part of the horse manure tossed around in this political arena. Oh, I got laid off. The economy's slowing. It's got to be your fault. You know it's coming. Just plan on it. The economy underlying is doing very well. It's perfectly positioned. Slow down a little bit. Get unemployment. Let's call it, let's be generous and say four and a half. The Fed will lower. Three quarters of a point, One year. A full point the next. Get us down to like three and a quarter. Bingo. Stay there. It'll be great. That's all for now. Uh, we'll update things as new evidence appears. As always, you have a question, send it along to uh, info at SHJ Wealth Advisors. And thanks for joining me.